Hey, everybody, I'm Kelly Ellers. I'm Jeffrey Lennon. And this is Volume Up by the Tees. Happening right now, America's Beauty Show. Boom, they were, we're back, back baby. on Saturday. The show had an awesome turnout. Things were buzzing. People were buying, getting educated. Congrats to Frank Fogel and the America's Beauty Show team. He did it. Yeah, they did it. Uh, if you guys were in attendance, you should let us know. Tell us, yeah. comment, all of the things. We want to hear what you guys thought. We loved it. Uh, Kelly, you were at the show. What did I you did. Think? You know, I thought it was in a different location this year. So they moved it back to like the OG location, which is Rosemont, Illinois, north of the suburbs, which, you know, it's a different time of year. So there were a lot of things that were different, but good. Sometimes different. Sometimes shaking it up a little bit is what we need. And we've been shaken up for the last couple of years. And now we were re- reunited. So it was fun to see everyone fun to get some energy and it makes you realize how much you actually miss that. True, true, true. Well, excited that it's still happening. Um, Lots of, yeah, lots of fun things that that went down. Uh, And so nice to be back. So we love that. We love that for the industry. Speaking of things we loved, on last week's episode, we spoke with Brinkley Garner. Brinkley is a model and influencer who's worked with some big brands as a model and gained a huge following on TikTok for her hair videos. Her brand is based on helping people do hair, whether it be the right products, tips to make it healthier, or just making cute hairstyles. Her most popular videos on TikTok are hair recreations, where she takes a picture of a celebrity's hairstyle and makes it her own. If you like learning more about the industry, those who are enacting change and creating a better world, make sure that you subscribe, rate, and review, and follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and TikTok at Read the Tees, and sending questions to volumeupatthetees.com. Sending those questions, still waiting by the mailbox. We're fielding them. We like it. (laughs) This week, I spoke with Amber Bird, a graduate from Mercer University, and I was impressed. She was a collegiate D1 athlete, softball pitcher, tough work, right? And founder of AB Glitz, a company she started in 2016. And today, she is launching the product called Braid Aid. So good timing, right? Here we are on the pod. It's launch day. Amber, I bet you're buzzing. But before we talk about that and go through the interview, which is going to be incredible, uh, there's some things that we want to talk about. Uh, First thing is pretty strange. So just like buckle up. Okay. Uh, It has been reported um, that Elvis's hair went to auction. Um, Elvis, who's been dead for quite a while, Mm -mm. the king of rock and all of that. Uh, his barber scooped up some hair, had it in a glass baseball, question mark, uh, and has auctioned it off. So what? I feel like times are tough. And you know what? <laughs> you got the hair in the glass baseball and you've got a buyer. When somebody wants to buy, you sell. You sell. You know, you're, you're not wrong. I mean, cash in where you can, I guess. Yeah. Like. We're all about that entrepreneurial spirit. It's a little strange. Um, for yeah. our listeners, do you keep celebrities' hair for <laughs> your I celebrity never clients? Thought for... about that. Well, I mean, I had neither, and so this whole thing, and so now I'm wondering: is this like a common, like an insurance policy for like when times are tough? 
Hey, I can't imagine. I can't imagine that that's what I, um, I don't think I've ever seen somebody sweeping up the hair, zip blocking it. Like, you know, I don't know. That'd be equal parts creepy and equal parts opportunistic. If somebody wants to buy the hair. Yeah. I mean, so, I would hope that people have consented. I don't know that I Elvis consented to having his <laughs> Here's scooped up and auctioned off. I mean, obviously he's he's passed. Um, yeah, so right. interesting times, you know? Yeah, didn't expect to, to see that, but you know, this and is something that's it. happening. And we saw it on CNN. Yeah, I mean, this is the big time. I feel like there's, you know, lots of things going on, but maybe we need a little comic relief. And I think speaking so. of, speaking of, I know you're not a sports person, but there was a sports football, let's just say a football person, mm-hmm. athlete, very famous, Drew Brees. He was athlete turned commentator and Twitter is a buzz that, you know what? I'm sitting at. And Twitter is on fire talking about his new hair that he debuted during a broadcast. And it's definitely, you can definitely see the new hair, but here's my question. Here's why I think this is interesting. If a female celebrity mixes it up, pops in on a wig, some extensions. They're not necessarily getting called out for it. It's more like, love the look. So is there a double standard when men do this? Uh, I mean, it it seems like in this specific case, yes. Uh, In general, I feel like maybe people don't notice. It's like not a high profile thing. But yeah, I mean, you got a point. You've stumbled onto something. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I just, it's... When you do the split screen, it's pretty noticeable. But as you said, I'm not really big into sports. I hadn't really known much about him. So when I saw the initial pictures, I was just like, oh, yeah, he's got like a nice head of hair. Um, Mm -hmm. When I saw what he looked like before, it was clear that there was some help. Um, And, you know, to your point, we don't make a big fuss about it when others change it up. So So let him have the hair. Let him be. Okay. The man wants a little poof. Let him have it. Let That's him. Awesome. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of less exciting things. Yeah. Um, less electric. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is, mm-hmm. you know, we're in the thick of New York Fashion Week right now. At the time of recording, things have not quite wrapped up. You mm-hmm. Talk to me a little bit about it. What are, you, what are your thoughts on how things are going? I mean, the fashion is... I'm here for it. Yes, mm-hmm. always, right? Mm-hmm. The hair is very New York fashion weeky, right? We've already called out the wet hair look trend weeks, months ago. Mm-hmm. The glossy mm-hmm. bun, been there, mm-hmm. done that for decades. Mm-hmm. But I'm hoping we can ramp up the hair wow factor for the Met Gala. That's my hope for today. You know, fingers crossed. We are going to see the Met Gala will happen same day that this yep. podcast is released. We'll talk about it for next episode. But yeah, with any luck, people really bring it because to date, the shows have not really brought it in the hair department. As you said, yeah. fashion, cool, great. We're into it. Looks like we're living through something. Uh, the hair, we've seen it all before, which is kind of a bummer. So don't leave us out, right? <laughs> don't leave us professionals out. We need some inspo. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And we're not getting it right now. Talking about all things inspirational, thetease.com. So many incredible articles. We're going to run through some of our faves. Kelly, what are you into from this week? All right. So this week, 
our quote hair icon, Jennifer Aniston, is throwing the hat in the ring with her own professional line called Lola V. And I did not know that her nickname is Lola, but that's where it came from, apparently. apparently. I mean, she's influenced a generation of women to recreate the Rachel. We all did it. I'm not going back to it, but we all did it. It, you know, Friends debuted 27 years ago. So how's that for an age check right there? Hmm? Mind blowing. Yep. So she just couldn't help but share in the oh so interesting timing about a week ahead of her next Apple TV drop for her show. Coincidence? I think not. Mm -mm. No. But in her Instagram, she wrote, meet Lola V, the product's been in works, yada, yada. Um, I know that she probably lent a lot of insight from our friends over at Living Proof, where she was their spokesperson for many years. Mm -hmm. And that's where she said she got the bug to develop it. So first product out the gate, glossing detangler, retailing for $25, multi-use spray. I don't know. Here's my question. Is it, are you going to click add to cart, Jeffrey? Hmm? Um, you know, the brand name is a little strange. Like, I'm not, I'm not wild about that. I think like the product sounds good. Like, as you said, she is an established hair icon. I mean, everybody knows Jennifer Aniston and hair go together. The idea of this product in particular sounds good, but like, I don't think the packaging, the name, I don't, I can't imagine that sitting on my shelf with my products um no, li- no lola v for jeffrey no that, i mean that's that's exactly right um would you i mean like it again functionality like the the benefits it sounds like all of the stuff that we want in a product i'm just not feeling yeah. it i'm i'm not i'm not inclined to run out and purchase i'm just not like i, I don't know why something just yeah, we'll see with the more comprehensive line as the additional products start rolling out. Uh, but this one, for whatever reason, um, I'm just not, I'm not, I'm not running to the store. I'm not I feel like it's catching on to that whole, like, I'm a celebrity, I launched a hair care line. Whoop. I mean, the sad part is, like, she's a pioneer. Um, it Like, she's, she's the one that should have a, but, but yeah, I mean, it is super saturated to date. And it does feel a little bit like oh yeah the the show's coming out like we can piggyback the the promo machine so i mean we'll see again i didn't i'm really thrown by like the nickname and the brand like all of that yeah nowhere in the press has it ever been like jennifer aniston's nickname is lola like i've never but you know who am i to say i'm not i don't see her all the time You're not hanging out with your girl, Jen. I gotcha. Um, so speaking of, you know, things uh, that people might want to be trying, uh, there's mm-hmm. an article on the site that is seven color depositing shampoos to keep hair looking vibrant in between salon visits. Look, we know that it's a reality. People want to extend their color. And there are a number of products out there that do offer some of that benefit. Uh, not all of them are great. However, this roundup is the best of the best. Uh, so our editorial team went through looked at a bunch of different brands. Um, there are offerings from brands like Bleach London, Bright, and Oribe, which, I mean, come on. Uh, so yeah, check it out. I myself am thinking of maybe I want to do a deposit. I don't Ooh. want the full-blown thing. Okay. Maybe I'll consider it. Uh, so my question for you yes. is, have you ever done a color depositing shampoo? Too scared, won't do it, not going to do it. Not messing okay, up. Wow, 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 wow. No. Okay. However, 
you know, my mom's a stylist, so she bleached mm-hmm. down my boys' hair, and they are all about the color depositing shampoo. So is my niece, but this takes too long to go and mess up with a little blue or something. No, not doing yep. it. But I, I see I mean, it's we relevant. love an honest. I feel <laughs> for me, for me, yeah. <laughs> but I think like an honest take like that is is what we're looking for. Um, it's not for everybody, mm-hmm. but if you're into the idea of a color depositing shampoo. Go to thetees.com, check out that article, and maybe add some of those to cart if you're not picking up the, the Jen Aniston products. Got it. And last up, I just want all of our listeners to know that Hinkle has launched Solanery.com. So if you're like, wait, what's Hinkle? I've never known of the sister parent or the parent company. Well, Hinkle has a multitude of brands underneath their portfolio from Kenra, Authentic Beauty Concept, Pravana, Sexy Hair, uh, Kendra, Sparks, Swartzkopf, need I go on and on. So their entree or entry into the dot-com e-commerce world is here at Solonary.com and it's S-A-L-O-N-O-R-Y.com. Check it out. Free shipping on all orders over $25. So head on over, grab your favorite products. Kudos to the team over there. Beautiful site. We're here for it. Salonary.com. As always, so much going on at thetease.com. Thank you to our hardworking editors. We are proud to publish the stories that salon pros and consumers care about. All right. And up next, Amber Bird, again, D1 athlete, owner of a company, now add inventor to her list as well. She's on fire. I love her spirit, her work ethic. I think this is going to be one of many that we see from her. All right, Amber Bird is a 2021 graduate of Mercer University and founder of AB Glitz, a small company that released an original product for the very first time. The brand was brought to life when she was just 18 years old and has taken on a few different roles. So from a cosmetics company, then a braiding business, and after daydreaming her junior year of college in a marketing class, the idea of braid aid was brought to life. So Amber, you are here. Let's go. Super excited to chat with you today. I'm happy to be here. Thank you so much. I mean, I've got to love that you're like in marketing class. We're like, what are we doing? I'm going to think of a company. I'm going to think of something. I'm going to market the heck out of it. (laughs) Um, So kudos to you. Let's start kind of at your college beginnings. What did college look like for you? What was your degree in? Tell me a little bit about that experience. Well, I was a college athlete. I played softball and I was so originally I did not start at Mercer. I went to a JUCO called Northwest Florida State. Okay. Um, so college for me looked like 5 a.m. weights um, at the field. You know, majority of my time, if I wasn't at the field, I was either in study hall, eating or sleeping. Like it's just, <laughs> <laughs> that's the life of a college athlete. So it's looked like that for a pretty long time. Um, until I finally got to my four year and it was a little bit more chillax and I could do a few more things that really geared towards my interests, especially since I was starting to get my degree in my career field as well. Okay. Got it. And what is your career field? Let, tell me about that. Yes. So I got my degree in marketing originally straight out of college. I was marketing for small businesses 
Okay. Now I'm actually a pitching coach, which is something I really, really love. Cool. All right. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. And I figured that I would still use my marketing degree towards AB Glitz and the Bird Aid. I love it. So college athlete, that's certainly unique. That's a hard grind. You must have been, you know, and then starting your business, right? Soon after, that's that's a pretty incredible journey and story. I love it. Thank you. Yeah, it was something we were working on in the middle of season, actually. We've been kind of developing this tool for two years now. So if I wasn't at the field, I would be talking to my partners and just back and forth like that. That's amazing. So I know that AB Glitz did have a stint where the the company was a braiding business. Tell me about tell me about that kind of phase of the company and then how the product came to be. So originally AB Glitz did start in high school. I sold makeup. Uh, I was at high school. I actually got best makeup or whatever the senior superlative. <laughs> so that was my thing. I was doing the graduation makeup and all of that. And I just stuck with it. My dad, he would sell at flea markets because he sells electronic. And one day I was just like, instead of sitting there and not really doing anything, I figured that I would put that time to use and start selling something of my own. So he supported me in that. I cleared out my little $500 bank account at the time. <laughs> and chance started selling makeup and it went really really well for me um I wanted to take it to college but not knowing what college athletics had to offer I just went ahead and kind of cleared out inventory and started fresh from there okay and then the next phase in college was that the braiding business yes so I took up braiding junior year of college uh Freshman year, I didn't know how to braid at all. No way. So you're self-taught. Yes, yes. <laughs> in Florida, there wasn't a lot of people who knew how to braid hair. So I was tired of looking a mess and I had to do it myself. So I started on myself. My teammates started saying, oh my gosh, Amber, can you do our hair? So uh-huh. I started with them and from there, it just developed until I got better and better. Okay. So, and then the stage that the company's at now, tell me a little bit about the product, the name of the product, kind of where it came from and what solutions it, it, it provides to the industry as a whole. Yes. So the braid aid is, I actually have it with awesome. me, okay. but this is the braid aid. Okay. All right. It looks just like the tip of the comb because that's basically what it is. It is a little bit more precise because we were able to get the tip smaller. Um, The benefit of the braid aid is that one, it's adjustable. So it doesn't matter who's using it. It can fit comfortably on any hand. Uh, The parts are extremely precise. You can do an entire head without even using a comb whatsoever benefit that we really try to market is the fact that it can cut your braiding time in half because a lot of stylists will either pick up and put down the comb. Sometimes they'll lose the comb in the middle of, you know, the braiding process. But with this being on your hand the entire time, it's always with you. You don't have to pause. All you have to do is cut and keep going. Cool. Okay. So were you braiding hair and you're like, there's got to be a better way. Like how did the product come to life? (laughs) Actually, I have always invented little things since I was growing up in my okay. day. Um, and with me being in the marketing class, I've been doing hair a lot. 
at that point. And I saw a video of someone doing stitch braids. I'm not sure if you know what that is, like a cornrow with part Yes. Um, and they were using their pinky to okay. slice across. And from that, I'm not really sure where my brain went. I had just got yeah. the new iPad and the pencil. So I just wanted to doodle. And mm-hmm. from using that pencil, I started sketching out the braid aid and I paused and I was like, wait, no. this is, this is kind of cool. there. <laughs> 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 Okay. So then the sketch, what's the next process? Because, okay, there's other entrepreneurs out there that are like, okay, I've got an idea. I don't know how to get it from sketch to production to all of the things that are involved with that. So take me through that process. Yes. Um, I'm a pretty proactive person. So once I drew the sketch, realized that it was simple Mm -hmm. enough to actually you know, move on with, I was blessed enough to be at a school that had an innovation center, specifically students, yes, who want to start their own businesses and entrepreneurships and all of that. So that same day, as soon as the class ended, because I had a break, I went to innovation center. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, My professor, like, hey, we know these guys that um, created their own one strap do rag. It's kind Mm -hmm. of in this area talk to them. So they're actually my partners now within the company. Ah, Awesome. They're the owners of royalty headwear. And at that point, they contacted the engineers that worked at the school and manufacturing once we actually wanted more. And we just kind of decided to go with the 3D models of 3D printing and they did hard work. I'm not going to lie. They did all that, (laughs) all the hard labor. (laughs) but you brought the idea to the table. They did the details, right? (laughs) That's awesome. And so when did that, when did you have your first prototype in hand? Well, when I went to the innovation center, my professor, you need a prototype. And I was like, I don't have that. You know, the little wires that come on gift bags. Yeah. I walked that, put the wire around my hanger and I twist. I was like, this is my prototype. (laughs) That's great. Do you still have that piece of wire? I do not. I okay. don't. <laughs> but she can understand the idea that I was right. trying to her. Uh, she sent me to the engineering professor and I do still have those. Um, it was this gray piece of, it looked like this, but it was so thin and they broke if you even tried to use wow. it. Okay. We had a lot of development stages within the prototypes. Got it. Um, so now, you know, okay, so you've got the product in hand, you've got your marketing degree. What's next then? How did you go to market with the product? Where was it first sold? Tell me, take me through that journey as well. Well, our first sales have actually came this week. Um, All right. That's great. Yes. We just dropped the pre-sale. Um, is it Monday? So we started Monday and now we're actually dropping, dropping the tool this upcoming Monday, September 13th. Amazing. Okay. So good timing interview, Mm -hmm. right? (laughs) I love it. And where can our audience get the product? You can get it at www.abglitz.com or you visit obviously our social media sites at 
AB underscore glitz. That's for Instagram and Facebook. Amazing. And what is the cost? The cost is $10. All right. So $10 for the newest tool that's going to cut your braiding time in half. I'd say that's a pretty good ROI, right? That you can't get. Um, Because of a 3D printing method, it's pretty fair on both sides. Not going to lie. Yeah. It's not crazy as you would think, Uh, but as we continue to develop and create more tools, hopefully that initial cost will go down and we can go into more of an injection molding type phase of reading. Amazing. All right. I love it. Okay. So we've got all the details. We'll certainly link everything in the bio and the show notes where you can get the new product. So congratulations to you. Now, a couple of questions on what we call the T's quick takes. Like I said, they may or may not have anything to do with the industry, but I want to kind of jump into your head. So the first one is bar soap or body wash? Um, so I prefer body wash, but I'm okay. currently bar soap. If that's All right. <laughs> uh, oddly enough, this topic is, is quite like people pick a side and they go there. They go hard on the bar, body wash or bar soap, but it sounds like you're doing both. Got it. (laughs) Okay. If you have any free time and you're streaming, what are you streaming right now? Whether that's Netflix, podcast, music, you know, books, what's your go-to right now? I'm a hard worker. I really enjoy working. So most of the time I don't watch TV, but I do have an hour commute back and forth to my work currently. So when I am watching a show, I'm watching Blackish back and forth. All right. You got it. Okay. One product that you cannot live without that's not necessarily yours. It can be a beauty product, lifestyle product. Like what's your go-to can't leave the house without lashes. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. you go lashes, like you're not going to not do the lashes. Like it's addicting. <laughs> I'll do a full face of makeup and I'll be like, I can't like it. It's not complete until you add the lashes. So. I love it. All right. So last one is advice for those who want to make it to the top of our industry or advice for those who want to invent a product like you did. Um, well, obviously I'm not at the top just yet, but I feel like I do know the answer to that. Right. It's just not here. Networking connections, number one, obviously, have a product that people want and get the views, you know, put that product in front of people, not only just people, but people who want to buy it. And um, invention wise, though, if you want to invent a product, I would say that's also about using all of your resources, know who and what is around you, how they can help you get to that point. And you also have to have a sense of determination because it's not a quick process whatsoever. Right. I like it. Yeah. Sometimes you see those like you who've created a product and you're like, that looks so simple. Like I had that idea, but it takes some gusto and some time to get it to the launch phase for sure. (laughs) Amazing. Well, anything else you want to add or share with our listeners today? Um, just support small businesses. Yeah. Go out, great <laughs> aid. You'll love it. Christmas is coming around. Holiday gifts for sure. Love it. All right. So again, we will link where you can find Braid Aid in our show notes. Um, also link off to social as well. So thank you so much for your time today. Congrats on your success. And I'm going to be watching you on Monday when the product drops. Yes. Thank 
again for having me. This has been a blast. I'm so excited to be here. Still can't believe you guys reached out. That's so cool. Woo-hoo. All right. <laughs> We're all about supporting the small businesses too. And so congratulations again. Um, I'm going to watch you from afar rise to that top of our industry. I've got a feeling. <laughs> Thank you. You know, I found it so interesting and also so smart of her that she was like, wait, I have an idea. Where do I go? And so she goes to her college, like innovation entrepreneurial department, and they like jump on it, 3D print a prototype and like, there it is. And so I just want to say kudos to Mercer University for giving students the opportunity to explore Mm -hmm. their ideas, their brainstorms, their doodles, make them into a reality. And so we wish Amber all the best of luck on her launch today for Braid Aid. Be sure to hit subscribe, rate and review and follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube and TikTok at Read the Tees and send in questions to volumeup at thetees.com. Volume Up is a Tease Media production. This episode was produced by Monica Hickey, Stephen Jodorand, and Madeline Hickey. Thank you to our creative team for putting together the graphics for this episode and to Josh Landowski for editing so you can watch and listen on YouTube.